Tony Basilio welcoming you to another edition of your Tony Basilio show. Bino Jeff Henderson had the great line today over at tclub.team in the blog when he opined the next time Tennessee basketball has a game like that in that arena, they need to go to a flip-up. How did you put it, Bino? What's the terminology used? They need to have one of those scoreboards with the plastic flip numbers, Tony, and a free on horn. Pull a curtain, play two games at once. I mean, I, I don't. I, I think I like the flag football game yesterday. I, I turned uh, the Manning Bowl on yesterday to kind of uh, looking for material to make fun of. And I found myself watching those guys out there play flag football, and it got very competitive. And I was like, that's actually better than the Pro Bowl. Did any of you all watch that? I mean, I'm not going to watch the NFL Battle of the Network Stars. Look, I'll, I'll, I'll carry on. I'll Harry carry. I'll carry through. I ain't doing that. I'll do anything for love, but I won't do that. I watched a little bit of it, Tony. <clears throat> you get those guys out there that oh yeah, they 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 just compete. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, <clears throat> they had fun with a lot of the uh, skills. I watched some of the skills stuff too. They had fun with that stuff. When I got out there playing flag football, it got real. It got real. The NHL did a thing over the weekend. They they had their deal, too, and it was totally cringy. Uh, good for the NHL. They they are, that is cringe city, what they've done with their All-Star weekend. I mean cringe city. Brian Hartman, um, speaking of cringe, Jerry Palm. Jerry... <laughs> Has released has. his numbers. I would like to know what. Who and and the good thing about Jerry Bino is he lends us a hand on here. Jerry lends us a hand. What's Jerry have, Brian? He's got the Vols as a two seed versus Colgate I, I in gotta, Greensboro. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I got to ask Bino. Bino, what do we got to do to get off two line? Saturday night. Saturday wasn't good enough to get us off the two line. I predict in my blog today, we win the next two games. We'll be sitting there right on that one line. Yeah, which is, I, you know, I look at this team, Tony, and it, yep. it looks like a three or a four seed to me. But I'm, I know I'm thinking in terms of what college basketball once was yep. and what, what the top of it generally is. Yep. But. Uh, th- this team looks closer to a three or four to me than they do a one. Oh, there would have been years where this team be a five or six seed. I mean, let's be honest here, offensively. Okay. But go ahead, Brian. So, um, Jerry, now what? What two seed are they to Jerry? What? Um, what are the one seeds right now, Brian? The one seeds are Purdue, right? His boys, Alabama. N- no argument. Kansas. What? And Tech. Kansas and Texas are one seeds. What? And Tennessee could have will have beaten if they can beat Alabama, they'll beat three of his one seeds right now. 
I want Jerry Palm in the squared circle right now. Now, Bino, do I want to vociferously fight for the Tennessee team that I watched over the weekend? Or would that be a little bit misplaced and let's call our Jets here? Well, that that's one of the ugliest games in Tennessee basketball history. So probably in. not would be the answer to that. Is that kind of where I, we are? Pro- probably not. It's you know that's one of those games that you just get your win, get the heck into the dressing room before somebody sees your number. I do a talk show for a living, and I've never seen a team that's got 19 wins this early in a season that has people, what's the word? Is it agitated? What's the Tennessee fan relationship with this basketball team? Because it's not, it's not an affability. It's not a love. It's not an appreciation. Most Tennessee fans, most, are completely agitated by this basketball team would you do you find that to be an accurate description be now I, mean, I don't i don't know if that's most tennessee fans tony i think there's a I, I think there's a large portion of the tennessee fan base again we talked about it friday um that are you know we've done about everything that you can do under barnes yeah. in a regular season uh and they're they're looking for for warts, and they're not hard to find uh, most nights that uh, that will get them another early exit in the NCAA tournament. I, I think there is a faction of the fan base that nothing that's done in this regular season is going to satisfy them. Well, and that's the truth, right? I mean, that's kind of where we are. I guess it's uh, it's understandable, and it's just kind of human nature uh, that once you reach a certain point, you you want to take that next step. Uh, and you know, this team shooting woes, uh, it's that's basically what took them out against Michigan last year. And you're seeing some of the same things. It looks like a tired team on the offensive end, still playing really, really high-energy defense, but for whatever reason, look like a tired team on the offensive end. Well, what I don't understand, and maybe maybe you guys can help me with this, what does our fan base want from these guys? Well, I mean, looking at his... Brian, they've won 19 games. What, they the, they what? scored a total of... Brian! 100 points in the last two games. Brian! Total. Brian, what's, and they Brian, won one of them. What's her record, Brian? Nineteen and four. All right. What? What? When? When? Since when is it not about winning? Since this team, you never, you never know what you're going to get. They're ni- wise, Brian, night out. Brian, they're nineteen and four. They have ten games left. Nine games. Eight games left. Eight. Uh, well, they're going to play a couple in the NCAA time. tournament. They're going to play a couple in the SC tournament. So they have at least ten left. So let's say they go five and five. Brian, that's 24 wins. It's one of the best years in school history. 
What's wrong with our fan base? How can a fan base, and I'm not picking on our fans, because I feel the same way. I'm talking to all of us now. I'm talking to me. How can a fan base that's never been to a Final Four be spoiled? How can we not enjoy a 24-win team? These guys are the team. That's my question for you today. What is it about this team that we just, we're just all having trouble, and I'm one of them. I appreciate well, the heck out of them. I appreciate the heck out the effort. I um, but it, I like this draw he's got us in, though. Jerry Palm looking at the the draw yeah. that he'd have. Does the let me ask you? Does the draw entail scoring? Do you have to score to win? They've the got. He's got a Greensboro, and they'll have the home. They'll have the crowd advantage there too. He's got Providence as the seven seed versus Northwestern the ten seed. Brian, I saw that Providence team over the weekend. They were down. I'm trying to see what this says. They were at Xavier. They were down early, like twenty-seven to seven, something crazy like that. Got the game into overtime. They can score when they start playing. They got Ed Cooley High coaching them, who's uh, one of my one of my brothers in alopecia. But, you know, this team's the one, right? Where winning's not enough. This is the exception to the rule. Does these guys nineteen and four? I'm gonna read you guys an email to Scott because I wrote today that this team's going to track to a one seed, and it angers people. I got a couple emails, but I'm gonna read. Uh, I'm gonna read you one I just just came across here. I marked it for tomorrow, and it's very subtle. It begins, Tony. Like the show, like your blog. You are such a basketball sheep. Anytime something starts out like that, Bino, you know you you know you've you've hit it. No way Tennessee is getting a number one seed this year. Hate to burst your bubble, but the Vols are not a top five team. They've been pretty much overrated for most of the season. They'll be fortunate to secure a number two seed when it's over. Three more losses are a real possibility. That's not including the SEC tourney. Let's all face reality here, including you. And to that person, I will say this. Okay, you're, you're the smart guy. You're the smart guy in the room. Tell me who in college basketball are going to be number one seeds. Brian, read for that genius who the number one seeds in the country are right now. Well... Tennessee has wins over two of them, and one of them was on a neutral floor. That would be Kansas and Texas are one seeds. Who blows? Both those teams, number one seeds, blow. Alabama comes here. They could, they could, they could possibly win three games against one seed. I'll give you Alabama. I think Alabama right now is better than Tennessee. I'll give you Alabama. That Texas team is not better than Tennessee, and that Kansas team is not better than Tennessee. They are not. That is not and a vintage classic Kansas team. 
And Houston, Houston's another uh, team that's been flirting around. Now, they're on the two-line, right? Houston is? Yes. Houston, Arizona, Kansas State, Tennessee are two seeds. Purdue is the other one seed, despite losing over the weekend to Indiana. They're still a one seed. That was a great game. I'll tell you what. That but Indiana, I think they probably should still be a one seed. That Indiana team's playing. And Purdue is so weird, Brian. Uh, Bino, because that's Zach Eady, that the big maple. Bino, 25 years ago, he'd be the number one pick in the draft, no questions asked, in the NBA. The game is so different now with what they do with big people. He couldn't guard one of those NBA big people in a million years. He's projected right next to Kennedy Chandler in the latest mock, not Kennedy Chandler, Julian Phillips in the latest mock draft. So I got Julian Phillips in my mind because I'm reading an email here about uh, Rick Barnes and his destruction of five-star players, which is another theme here. Well, Tennessee's got plenty of opportunities, Tony, coming down the stretch here to uh, uh, to win what people would consider uh Really, to get wins against what people would consider really good basketball teams. Um, you know, the first half of the SEC schedule didn't provide that opportunity. Uh, we, we did beat Auburn, who's pretty good at home. Got another shot at them. Got a shot at Alabama. Got a shot to go to Kentucky, uh, at Texas A&M. All of those are opportunities to, uh, to not only kind of win over, uh, the faction of the fan base that's uh, that's in doubt, but uh, also those that are projecting seeds. You got to admit, I got to admit, Brian's got to admit. We got to admit it. Game was hard to watch Saturday. Listen, all the pearl lovers in the crowd. What'd you think of his basketball team Saturday? People want to beat on Rick Barnes. Beat on him. He's got 19 wins. 19 wins and four losses. 19 wins. The man rolls out of bed and wins 25 games. Like clockwork. Pick on him. Beat on him if you want. Makes you feel better. Go ahead and beat him. Beat him, beat him up. What about your patron saint, uh, some of y'all? They're like the email me. And I lo- listen, I love Pearl. I say like Bino when he looked at Tony Valls and told Tony Valls that he started the fire of this latest resurgence on Tennessee's campus. And Bino's probably right. Tony Vall started the fire. But you know what? Bruce Pearl was over on the other sideline Saturday for that dull boggle. You know, Jeff, what did you think of that Dell Boggle and the fact that that was not only authored by Rick Barnes, but Bruce Pearl was over there on that other sideline with an unwatchable, you talk about an unwatchable basketball team, that Auburn bunch is unwatchable. They they are, in three-point shooting, you got to see it to believe it. You got to see those guys fire up those three balls. To... They are 335 in America out of 358. 
I mean, they are whore freaking horrendous shooting the ball from the outside. Yeah. Yeah. I think we had a caller that mentioned it on Friday. You know, Barnes is probably too restrictive on the offensive end, and uh, Pearl is not restrictive enough. And, it, it, you know, when you have a day when neither team can throw it in the ocean, you got the Butch Jones Classic going on out there, it, it's just, you know, it just makes for, especially the way that you're allowed to defend these days, it just makes for a real, real ugly basketball game. And hopefully we won't see another one uh, that's as hard to watch as that one for the remainder of the year. Oh, when we go down there, we're going to see one. No. I don't think there's any way in the world about those teams shoot that poorly again. I think that's going to be a really, really tough task for Tennessee down there. Um, Auburn's going to be playing for their life, uh, probably playing for their tournament life, and um, going to have a sold-out place. And the way the game ended with the non-foul call, I I think Tennessee's going into a buzzsaw down there. But I think both teams will – I don't think either one of those teams will have another shooting night like that. That was just horrendous. You know, uh, have you seen Auburn's schedule? They've got to play Alabama twice. They got to play, I think, at Rupp. Jerry Palm said yep. Auburn is. Jerry Palm said Auburn is very much in danger of sliding into the bubble, and on the back. Yeah, end. they're a yeah. they're a nine seed right. He has them as a nine seed right now. Yep. So they're just a couple losses away from there. Yes. And all of a sudden, the boys at Corrupt Arena. We. You know that it would be untrue. You know that I would be a liar if I were to say to you, we'd let their fire. I don't know how we did it. I don't know why we did it. They came in here to, to suffer another loss, to head into the abyss. And Cutie Pie over there is prancing around with all his feathers out, right? He's doing a really nice job. Cal Parias to say to for them to have for them to have looked how they looked three weeks ago and for them to be where they are and speaking of that game. So Vesco's had this recurring this Tennessee team's got some drama around it here in the last eight. You've got a ZZ stop who looks exhausted because he's played every minute of the season basically. Our head coach decided he was gonna play every minute of the season. You've got a team that looks tired, quite frankly. They looked roached Saturday, Tennessee did. Thank God you were playing an opponent that couldn't throw it in the ocean or you'd have gotten beat by 25, but that's the modern game. How many teams can make you pay when you look like that? The answer, not many. You have Vescovy, who we reported today on the blog, and it is accurate, re-injured his shoulder in the Texas game which if you go back and you look at his performance in the Florida game where we were commenting, and you know you, you can only comment with the information you have, but the book on him is get out and guard him, get out and shove him around, and you're going to throw him off his spots, and you're going to contain him. And Saturday's game was really bogged down. You know, he had the one moment where he threw the shot up and it went in the three-pointer. 
uh, where he was fouled, which is a huge play in the game, obviously. But Santi has had a extremely uneven senior season, and he re-injured himself. He retweaked the shoulder in the Texas game. So now you've got that. And that's the third time that's happened to him this year. So it, it's like a confluence of things for him where this has been a little bit of a drama. And the other thing is, at some point, we have to ask ourselves, being star, about this Phillips guy, who this season has had two games where he's looked like a five-star player. Now, he is a very good defender. The, the computer models, for what that's worth, those of you that believe in it, say he's the best defender on Tennessee's basketball team. They love his defense. He is literally Noah Stocky on the offensive end. He is absente on the offensive end. Yeah, it's been a uh, that's <clears throat> that's a disappointment, Tony, because I I really believe that he's the he's the one guy uh, with with the ability to be that guy that you put the ball in his hands and he gets you a bucket when your offense isn't working or when you're not shooting the ball well. Um, but he he just hasn't shown the confidence to do that. So the question becomes, does he take does he take game over? What what is he gonna take games over here down the stretch and find himself I mean, I'm worried. This team looks fried right now. I'm not going to overreact to what I saw Saturday, but they looked. You just roached. They, uh, Brian. They really should not practice much here in the next couple weeks. That except maybe film sessions, Brian walkthroughs, maybe a little light conditioning. They have no business practicing. Brian. That's Rick Barnes. Bino, you Bino, you think Rick Barnes is going to pull the reins off right now on his guys? I I I I don't, Tony. I think Brian's probably right. I mean, I'm I'm no basketball coach, but it does look like that looked like a team that after Saturday you needed to tell, hey guys, we'll see you on the bus to the airport on Tuesday, or on the bus Wednesday. to go to Nashville on Tuesday. Yeah, we'll draw a walk through down there. Uh, you guys just kind of take a rest here but no i think barnes is old school i i don't i don't think that's going to happen the game of day off yesterday oh, for, all the, yeah. for all the talk about barnes overworking his teams most of his teams play pretty well in february sure do but this one looks roached we'll see the last 10 minutes of that the last 10 minutes of the contest at Florida was as dead as the Vols can look on both ends of the floor. Yeah, and we're coming off the worst offensive week week of the year, too. Which yeah, it what goes, hey Bino, what goes when you're of the narrative? Bino, when you're really, really tired as an athlete, these guys will tell you. It's that jump shot goes. Ziggy Stardust is up there with the spiders from Mars somewhere. Old Zizi. I mean, he ground control to Major Tom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
yeah, I, I, I agree. They, they look tired. I, I just don't, I, I don't, I don't know that that's the deal. We'll, we'll see if that's the deal here going forward this month. They have a great get right span here, though, of a couple of games, because now we were looking at the numbers. They uh, ZZ was really, really bad last year in the game and uh, down in um, Nashville. And Maiman said, you know, that's a weird place. Jerron is on with us on Garza Law, Tennessee basketball overtime. He says some people, some people are um, loved to play Memorial Gym and some people don't. Some people love that yeah. place. Reading in the Mike Wilson's uh, piece today that. Uh, uh, Triple J has struggled basically his entire time here in Nashville, uh, yep. and but Vescovi really likes it or has shot it really well yep. there. And the trouble with Vesco is with the shoulder issue. Does he wake up on Wednesday? You know, feeling that feeling whatever's going on there. Shoulders yep. are really weird. I've uh, shoulders are a weird deal. I, I've. I've struggled with shoulder pain myself, and it kind of comes and goes. And Anybody that has knows us, and then you go see doctors, and doctors are like, you know, it's very mysterious. It's very complicated. It's a very mysterious part of the body that the shoulder is. So, Vesco's got a tweak. Tennessee's tired. ZZ stop was not himself the last couple times out offensively. Uh, or at least the last time out offensively. If not for Triple J, this team goes home with a loss on Saturday. He saved their bacon, both ends of the floor. The rebounding, I guess that's a sign of a very good team. When you can play that way and still win a game, I guess that's a sign of a very good team. I guess these guys are very good. Which what I'm telling you right now, these guys are tracking for a one seed. Now, you can laugh at that if you want. Who are Jerry Palm's one seeds again, Brian? Texas? Who well, you, who you just yeah, two teams, that they, two teams they beat. You whipped. And then you've got, you've got Alabama, Purdue. All right, let's just put Purdue up there. Purdue's up there. Okay, fine. Matt says, well, you're not going to have two teams from this, from this league. On the one line, why not? If, well, the if, Big 12 does. If their resume says they're both one seeds, why not? Why not? Because you're not going to be able to overcome that Big 12 ranking. Their, their losses don't hurt them the way that losses. I think Kansas lost three games in a row, didn't they? Uh, yeah, I think they yeah. lost four of six, actually. Yeah. And it, it's... The, the way that the Big 12 is perceived and ranked, uh, the SEC is not going to have two teams on the one line. Well, if by you know that, that Alabama-Tennessee game might be for a one seed if, later on. If by season's end. The Vols are in a really weird spot right here, guys, because they're very close to a one seed overall in the country. People don't want to hear that, but they are. People don't want to hear that. You're being a sheep. You're being a sheep. Shut up. Grow up. 
And if you're scared, get a dog. Okay? (laughs) Part two. Part two. They're also really, really close, the Vols are, to um, missing getting a bye in their conference tournament. So, so somebody try and help me figure out how both those things are true. And both those things are true today. But, you know, this team, with eight games left, is close to being a one seed. And they're close to not getting the double bye or the bye, whatever the double, the, the bye situation. They're close to having to play in one of the junk rounds in the SEC tournament. Now, I don't know how that's all working, but that is where we are right now. Yeah, you, you answered my question, Tony, because... In our in our intro here, we basically had them either being the number one seed or a team that's just basically all falling completely apart. So I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's where they are. That's where they are. Now, here's my question for the listener: Do you like this basketball team? Do you like them? I'm just going to ask you that. Do you like this team? 865-200-5402. Do you like the 2022-2023 Tennessee basketball Vols? Do you like them? Yes, no, and why? Personally, I have to admire the effort they play with. I mean, they are getting so much out of their basketball team because there are deficiencies. There are absolute, absolute deficiencies in this team, yet they play so freaking hard. Saturday, they could not throw it in the ocean, and they never quit playing on defense. Which I went back and rewatched a game yesterday, and defensively they never quit playing. Never. They played so hard in that game on defense, and a lot of athletes, if it's not going their way on that end of the floor, check out on that end of the floor, and this team doesn't do that. I admire these guys. These guys remind me of one of those John Cheney, grind it up, 5.30 in the morning, North Broad Street, we're all going to get together, and uh, Tim Perry's going to be out there, and Howard Money Evans is going to be out there, Mike Vrieswick's going to be out there, and Ramon Rivas is going to be out there, and we're going to meet you, we're going to meet at 5 o'clock in the morning and practice before everybody, crack of dawn. Every morning. That's what these guys remind me of. 865-200-5402. First pitch, Brian Hartman. Do you like this basketball team, Brian Hartman? First pitch. I Yes, because they're going to win. They're going to blow over 20 wins. I can remember seasons where it would take two seasons to get to 20 wins. So... Just win is all I'm. Is all I care about. No matter how it's done, yeah, you can complain about how it's done, but yeah, I like this team. I'll say I do just because they've won 19 and lost four. 
865-200-5402. And if you're from the outside the area and you're saying, oh, you're asking fans if they like a 19 and 4, I'm not doing a bit here. It's not a bet. Because there are people in our fan base that don't like this team. There's a bunch of people. They're 19 and 4. And one thing about me, we're reflective of what's going on. That's all That's all this is, this community. Reflective. I am not here to tell you how to think. Never have been. 865-200-5402. If you want to jump in, do you like this team? It's real simple. Yes, no, and tell me why. Do you like this team? 865-200-5402. More after this. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter. Like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin.
For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. This is Drake. Join Clayton Harris and I on Mondays, Thursdays, and Fridays on our new show, the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour, beginning at 4 o'clock to 5 o'clock. That's on Monday, Thursdays, and Fridays. Everything Southern Middle Tennessee, from college to high school to pro, you name it, fantasy, we're going to talk about it. Be there on Mondays, Thursdays, and Fridays, 4 o'clock to 5 on the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Hi, I'm former Sheriff Enoch George with 30 years experience in emergency services. I know how important it is to locate an address that's in need of help as quickly as possible. An LED light bulb has been developed and manufactured that glows red, white, and blue flashing light to be placed on your front porch and turned on when you have an emergency that will help the responding emergency services to locate your home as quickly as possible. You can obtain your LED light bulb at Mount Pleasant Fire Department and all of your local fire stations. For more information, contact Fire Department at 379-1005. 379-1005. Seconds counts. Get your light bulb today. I wish you and your family a safe and happy new year. Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one get one free for select Escobars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 Bites, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Tony, be back with you, 865-200-5402. Bino, Jeff Henderson, Brian Hartman, back to our phones we go. Bino, do you like this basketball team? Uh, I do like this basketball team, Tony, because of their effort. Uh, I'm not as entertained by them as I was by... 
the the Admiral uh, uh, Grant teams, um, and I don't trust them like I trusted those teams. Ooh, now that's a good one. That's a good one. Because for me to really like you, I almost have to trust you, don't I? That's a good one, Bino. That might be why I sense our fan base doesn't really like this group because there's like a trust level there that's not there with them. And maybe to some extent, they're 19 and 4. How could you be 19 and 4 and not earned our trust, Bino? How's that possible in sports? Uh, because of games like Colorado, uh, games like Kentucky here, games like at Florida, games like Saturday. But everybody throws up clunkers during the basketball season, right? Well, they don't know what they're going to get from night into nine out. They shot, I think, 68% against Mississippi State. And that was a really good defensive team, at least it was supposed to be, and shot 28% the other day, or 27%. So you just don't know, night in and night out, if they're going to shoot well, if they're not going to shoot well. Your Basilio show and Bradley Chocolate, an incredible Knoxville tradition to the phones we go. A caller this hour, in the first hour, and a caller in the second hour of this program, going to win some Bradley Chocolates. In fact, you're going to win some chocolate-covered strawberries. Time flies. You're having fun. Bradley's, you better darn believe, is a Knoxville tradition. This year, chocolate-covered strawberries and milk and white chocolate available for the 13th and 14th. Right in time for the Eagles Super Bowl parade victory celebration. Believe that. Bradley's has tons of other chocolate goodies. I'm recommending to you the Rocky Top Chocolate Corn Pop, which is chocolate-covered popcorn, which will blow your mind. Insane. Gifts, goodies, household items. Really sweet treats and sweet gifts. Joy and Brad do a great job. They're beautiful people. It's a family operation. You go there, you look back through the glass, and you can see them back there doing their thing. And it is truly a beautiful thing. Great spirit, great folks. Incredible. Jewelry, cards, gifts, and more. 141 North Peters Road, 865-694-0400. Back to the phones. Reminder for you. Wednesday, Wednesday, when the Vols conclude down in Nashville... Garza Law, Tennessee basketball overtime right here. T-Club.team, say it, know it, write it down. Marco Scars, a grand opening celebration tomorrow up in his new Campbell County locale. Back to the phones we go, 865-200-5402. Tony B and you, let's get it, let's get it on. Bang a gong, get it on. Hello and welcome into our next call. You're live on the show. Good morning, Tony. Good, Good morning. morning. Do you like this basketball team, sir? Um, yeah, I, I like the personalities. Even um, they they have moments. It's tough to watch. I mean, we can all openly admit that. 
Um, but I, I love this team. I love I love Euros's gravitas and and idiocy that he displays at times. Even it's a it's, it's a good group of kids, and and they they play for each other. I thought Euros Saturday Bino was acting like a moron out there, and you. No offense, Tom. Yeah, Rusty, I, I'm I, I I do not like. I do not like his actions on the floor. I, I think they're, uh, I, I think they're a bigger negative than they are positive. Should you be able to play a little bit if you're going to behave like that? I mean, I'm not knocking him, but if you're going to have yeah. that kind of attitude, Rusty, shouldn't you at least be able to be proficient at your sport somewhat? And and here's the thing about him is. The sad thing for him is he's got real soft hands around the basket. In a bygone era, he could have been a really nice player. In today's game, he kind of gets lost. But the problem with him is he's a negative at the foul line. If he's in games late, oh, teams are going to foul him. He's not even close right now at the foul line. And for him to talk all that trash when you're that much of a liability out there, I mean, come on, man. So, somebody said it the other night on the post yeah. game that, at this point, he is there when we're going to play a team. He's going to put a, somebody with a lot of length of the goal in there for him to go in there and give us five fouls and to beat and bang and make the guy uncomfortable. When we, when we, if we played Purdue, can he just play 16 minutes of basketball where he beats on Edie and makes him uncomfortable and maybe gets under Edie's skin? That's really what it – that's the whole thing is somebody's got to figure out a way with him Instead of him making a layup and telling the guy he's short, do other things in that same way so but to get the other guy pissed at you to where you like, where the other guy might like retaliate. Do, do things to get the other guy to act like a fool. So great. And, but You anyway, know, I'll say yeah. one thing about him, though, that you, you brought up, which is I don't know that I've ever seen a guy that loves being a part of this the way he does. Now, now you yeah, take, you take the good with the bad for him. He goes to every possible sporting event. This guy goes I to heard. everything. This guy loves this place like no other. When you hear him talk, he talks about how it's changed his life. He's from where he grew up. He is a Tennessee, Tennessean to the core. This yep. guy is one of us, Joan Osborne. I mean, this guy is... This guy loves it here now. So, to be fair, but he was acting like, literally like he was off his meds on Saturday. I mean, he was acting like a maniac yeah. out there. But there's that, there's that thin line of, of being a heel and it being Ric Flair where you make the other guy make the mistake or being the heel where you make yourself make the mistake. And, and, and that, it's, it's probably up to some people that are, you know, teaching him or coaching him to get him to understand what that is. Bino brought up something a minute ago about yeah. trust. Mm. And I'll tell you this, I trust this team in some ways, but I don't trust the 19 team. I trust this team would not have let Colin Klein make seven three-pointers. I trust this team would have lost their minds if a kid was doing that to them and would have never left him open or let him catch a pass after he made the third one. This team does not take plays off on defense. And I trust that. Well, I appreciate I you. Thank you. That's a great call. Go ahead, Bino. I said I think that's fair, very fair. Yeah. 
I mean, I went back and rewatched as much as I could. I'm a real sicko. I mean, I had trouble sleeping, sir. My sleep schedule's all screwed up for my health issues of the past week. And when you get there, you get all like, all, you know, whatever. Sleep during the day, sleep when you can get it. And, um, I mean, heck, I was so desperate. I stayed up and watched, uh, I happened to be up to see the, the, the black beast get put to sleep the other night. At 3.30 in the morning, the main event went off for uh, UFC in a card in Vegas. And Derek Lewis did the GTS. He went to sleep like an absolute champion. Go back to our phones. I think he's lost four of his last five fights. and He lost a bunch of weight for this one. As the kids like to say, he looks a little washed at this point. And Fedor the other night went out on uh, national television. Hey, Bino, the thing about UFC is, and these other sports, when you retire, they give you a gold watch, give you a ceremony, take you from town to town, parade you around, celebrate you, and clap for you. In UFC, when they retire you, all the legends come out, and they watch you get the hell beat out of you. That's your celebration. So after Fedor's fight the other night, he's literally in the ring with a bunch of legends that came in to see, came in to be with him, and he's got blood going everywhere. He doesn't know where he is. He got knocked into like Tuesday. That's that's what they do. That's how they celebrate you. They beat your face in. Hopefully somebody took a picture, and he'll remember someday. Back to the phones we go. 865-200-5402. Not the most sterling night of UFC action. Not the Tennessee-Auburn game, though. I, I will say that. They put on a better show than Tennessee and Auburn. Hello and welcome in. The question is this. Do you like this Tennessee basketball team? Do you like them? Hello and welcome into our next call. Uh, CK Bogey does like this team, Tony. All right. Tell me why. And, uh, well, um, you know, I was in the arena, uh, Thompson Bowling yep. Arena, yep. back when Chris Jackson, and I don't know his new name. Mahmoud. <laughs> Abdul. <laughs> Rauf. Rauf. Yeah. Rauf is on Chris, fire. Uh, Chris so Chris Jackson, Shaquille O'Neal, and um, Alan Houston put on a show. Yes. I mean, they scored like 90 points each team. Yes. A Tennessee loss. And, uh, you know, we sat through years of Wade Houston ball, which was horrible. And yes. outside of Wade, uh, his son, who was a great player, uh, that was some awful basketball. Great guy. No, no hope of doing Yeah, uh, that's fine. Uh, no hope of going anywhere. And buzzball and all this other stuff. We've been through... Uh, Teams that might have been more entertaining, you know, might have had some flair. This team wins. The bottom line is when you win, you win. And uh, this team is a winner. You know, in golf, the game you love, they yeah. say you ain't painting pictures, you're writing numbers. Like, you can have days mm -hmm. where, and I go to some of my son's golf tournaments, these kids will hit an incredible drive, and it'll land, like, in the middle of the fairway in like a weird divot spot you need to get a bad mm -hmm. lie right something you don't deserve mm -hmm. or you hit a drive or you hit a second shot 
that, as they say in Canada, caroms off a tree branch somewhere and lands like six inches from the hole and you tap it in. It's a birdie. Or you hit an incredible approach shot and the wind blows it and it blows it off the back of the green and you have a bogey, even though you know you had an incredible approach shot. Guess what? You got a bogey. This team continues to write down good numbers, low numbers. But and Tony, don't don't get me wrong. Watching that game Saturday was like taking a, a dentist appointment. I mean, yes, no offense, Sean. No offense, it was horrible. And you know, I ran into Revolutics Judd last night. We, we were who I love. Uh, it was Robin Ella who's playing in in the, the Blue Tick Tavern in Maribel. You saw the great Robinella? Uh, yeah, and one of the we great, at- one of the most uh, sultry, incredible yeah. uh, voices ever produced by this soil. There you go. He was great. And I asked Joe, and I said, hey, dude, did you watch the game? He said, no, I couldn't watch it. Was, you know, I had stuff going on. But I, he said he listened to it on the radio. He says, imagine listening to that game and having Bob Kessling call it. Oh. I can't imagine that at all. Now, Bino, why did he have to, why did he have to drag Bob Kessling in the middle of that, Bino? Was that necessary? I I'd say Bob threw up a couple of errant shots in that one as well. Well, <laughs> hey, you guys want to crack? I have several friends that were texting me. They were like, I'm gonna just watch your post game and I'm like, why? And they're like, I'm watching this balloon deal. Oh yeah. And I said, Hey, look. If these two teams were shooting at that balloon, that damn thing would circle the earth three times and have everybody's secrets. That thing would have made three revolutions around the earth before Josiah Jordan James finally hit it with like his eighth attempt. No offense to him. Hey, Tony, I'm away out. Uh, and Brother Bino, always good to hear you on the radio. Appreciate you, bro. Always. Thanks. And, uh, Brian Hartman, I have a new name for him since he's going to be, uh, moving on to, uh, the screen and movie theater, uh, and in, you know, shortly with his career. Yep. Instead of, you know, when people on TV do the heart sig, uh, you know, that symbol with their hands, you know, they make a heart. Yep. Well, that represents love. Yep. So let's call him Love Man. And the girls would love him. That's his screen name, Brian Loveman. How about Brian Love Hartman? Like, uh, what was that girl's name? Something Love. Uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Hewitt Brian yes. Love Hartman. I love that name. Thank you, Bogey. You're the man. Brian, what do you think? Brian Love Hartman. Oh, boy. I wasn't prepared to go through this can of worms today. <laughs> well, deal with it. You're the man with the new Hollywood career. Right. Brian's got right. feelers out. If you're filming uh, locally, yeah. you're doing these documentaries. Yes. Brian wants in. Brian's good looking. He looked great on the screen. Um, he looked a lot better than that damn Ron Higgins. Good night, almighty. Who's been in like 25 movies. You see him, Brian? <laughs> good night, almighty. Let's go back. I mean, Gary Busey wants his gimmick back. Let's go back to the phones. I could see Brian Hartman doing some documentary work, Bino, couldn't you? Absolutely. Appearing on some of our Kennedy reenactments that we watch on YouTube, 
me and Beanstar will go down. I was watching some uh, depositions last night online from the uh, Kennedy deal, including the attending, attending physician last night. I'm, uh, I go down the rabbit hole. I sent Beano something on the um, uh, RFK assassination, and he was like, Tony, I just, you know, I can't do that. I watched the J. Edgar Hoover documentary last night. Well, you talk about a weird, out-of-control dude, J. Edgar Hoover. I just read a great book, cover to cover, on Watergate from one of the original, uh, how would you put this? Well, he was a cabinet member, but he was one of the original um, instigators of the plumbers. And Danny White would like that book. Let's go back, because you got to fix the leaks. <laughs> Let's go back to the phones. Hello and welcome into our next guest. You're live on the air. Hello? Hello, you're on the air. Uh, Tony, uh, I'm not a UT fan. I'm a transplant. Where are you from? Uh, I'm from Philly. You're winning my Bradley chocolate today. <laughs> and I, and I gotta tell, now I got to tell you why. I got to tell you why. Because everything, it's a Philly thing, as they like to say there. And we're, yeah, win, agree, and, and we're winning. And we're, and we're winning. Yeah, yeah, especially Sunday. Are we winning Sunday? Yes, we are. But now I want to talk to you about UT. I'm, I've been listening to your radio show for a while. You said fans. And I'm telling you why the fans don't trust you. All right, I'm having trouble hearing you. Come back to where you were a second ago. Go ahead. I'm going to tell you why the fans don't trust UT. Right, tell me why. The fans don't trust UT because of the coach. Barnes, I don't know. I watched him when he was a te- I'm a sports fan now. I watched him when he was in Texas. And when he gets to the big game, uh, it's like pressure. Uh, it, he, he loses. So I don't, I don't, you know, come uh, March when they, they get in the final, they get in the final. I don't see them going any further, maybe one or two games, and then that's it. I got to ask Bino something. Bino said, Bino, you said earlier, I like this team, I don't trust them. Well, yeah, I, I got to ask Bino something. Bino, how much of that is related to what my Philly friend, Philly friend just said and the fact that Rick Barnes is coaching them? And I want you to be honest about that, Bino. Uh, for me, it's very little of it, Tony. My my distrust in them is just I I don't see I don't see them stringing together enough offensive games uh, to go very far in, in the tournament or maybe even to win enough games in the back end of this schedule to uh, to secure the top of seed we need. All right. To my Philly friend, I will ask you, do you think Bino's being one hungy with you, or do you think that Bino's distrust of this team is baked into Rick Barnes being the coach? Philadelphia, what do you say? I'm going to go 50-50, Tony. I agree with that. I think Bino is Fibonacci. Yeah, because... Uh... Even when Rick Barnes was in Texas, uh, he had some outstanding teams, and he would never take them anywhere. And I feel like when he gets, when Marge come around, uh, 
he's not going to take this team that far, and he should take them to the Final Four because the Blue Bloods are not showing up this year. No Blue Bloods. I'm looking around. No Villanova. No Duke. No North Carolina. Villanova or North Carolina and Duke played Saturday night, Brian, and that was about as mediocre a basketball game as you'll ever say. Did you see any of that, Brian? I mean, Iron Eyes. Not, mu- not much of it. No, not, game, not too much of it. It didn't really. If that game would have washed up the shore, Brian, he would have cried. Iron Eyes Cody on the banks of the river there in the Do Not Litter commercial would have cried, Brian. That's what Duke and North Carolina basketball are now? Jeez Louise. So you're speaking the truth. Well, they, also have, they also have second and first-year coaches. So This Tennessee team, this Philly guy is right. He's winning on here today. He won, the, he won uh, courtesy of my friends at Bradley's Chocolate, some chocolate-covered strawberries in milk or white chocolate. Do you like them, sir, in milk or white chocolate? What is your preference? Oh, let me get the, the chocolate. Exactly. That, if I'm going to do it, I'm going chocolate, chocolate. And more. Right. you hang right there. Stay right there. Brief time out. We're going to come back on the other side. I wish Bino would come correct on his take. In the meantime, let me remind you, we'll keep it legal, and we'll continue on the other side after this. This is Terry Wilcox, a.k.a. The Chicken Man, a.k.a. T-Willie, and you're listening to 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia, Tennessee. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. Why do people trust Tills Jewelry with their jewelry repairs? Hi, this is Terry Tillis. We feel each piece of jewelry is important to our customers and they deserve the utmost care with every item that is brought to us. Your jewelry is inspected when we receive it to determine exactly what repairs are needed. A photo is taken and documented and then it goes to our goldsmith. Once the repair is completed, the jewelry is re-inspected to make sure it has been restored to its original condition. Come see us at Tillis Jewelry, located in Columbia and Lewisburg. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. Hey guys, this is Mary Catherine with Bug Out Termite and Pest Control. Did you know that most insurance plans don't cover termite damage? Termites cause $5 billion in damage every year. Having a termite inspection done by a termite professional once a year is the best way to determine your home or business is termite free. Our technician will help you determine the best treatment solution for you. Call us today to schedule your inspection at 931-380-9009 or visit us online at bugouttennessee.com. 
In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager of Columbia Ace Hardware. Did you know that Columbia Ace Hardware carries Magnolia Home Paint by Joanna Gaines? Columbia Ace Hardware is the only Magnolia paint dealer in town. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood, along with the award-winning service and advice Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Come see us at Columbia Ace Hardware and Power Equipment. We will be glad to help you. This is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. This is Drake. Join Clayton Harris and I on Mondays, Thursdays, and Fridays on our new show, the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour, beginning at 4 o'clock to 5 o'clock. That's on Monday, Thursdays, and Fridays. Everything Southern Middle Tennessee, from college to high school to pro, you name it, fantasy, we're going to talk about it. Be there on Mondays, Thursdays, and Fridays, 4 o'clock to 5 on the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Come to the 2023 Mule Day Auctioneer Championship, hosted by the Columbia Breakfast Rotary Club, benefiting their college scholarship fund. Outstanding auctioneers from across the country will be competing to be named the 2023 Mule Day Auctioneer Champion. The event will be held at the Tennessee Livestock Sale Barn at 1231 Industrial Park Road, Columbia, Tennessee, starting at 11 a.m. Hope to see you there. 31. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Our previous caller, we just had a uh, absolute meeting of the mind, sir. You watered my soul today. I appreciate you listening. It's absolutely outstanding, tremendous call. We broke that thing down scientifically. I told him, Bino, that... My son asked me if he thought the parade was going to be off the hook in Philly in a week. And, Bino, what would your response be, having spent time up there with me? Would you think those people would be able to party a little bit? I would think that they will have a real bash up there, Tony. Now, would you be anywhere near that if you were in that city, Beanstar? Uh, No way in this world. They say that... About four million people are going to converge on that on that uh, on that parkway and in that uh, broad all the way down. I won't go to Pigeon Forge, let alone Philadelphia, in the midst of a championship celebration. They're calling for fifty-two degrees and sunny. Number two next Tuesday. Yeah, there. Wait, day February. Let me let me ask Brian Hartman a question here. Brian Hartman, the AP poll is out. Where are the Vols? 
They are number six. They've fallen from two to six. Wow. Wow. They have produced still despite losing to Indiana. They stayed number one. What, 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 Houston is up what, to number two. Whoa, 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 whoa. We lose a game, and Purdue lose a game, and we're number what? Six, and they're number what? They're number one still. Well, Purdue's 22 and two. That's part of it. Houston's 22 and two. They're two. Alabama's three. Arizona's four. Texas is five. And Tennessee is six. UCLA, Virginia, Kansas, Marquette round out the top 10. And Tennessee and Alabama are the currently the only two teams ranked in the AP. Auburn drops out after Tennessee beats them. Wow. How many um how many teams from this league are making the NCAA tournament? Brian, what's the number going to be? You know, uh, I think it's six. Yeah, I believe I see Tennessee's the two seed in both Lenardi and Palm, a two seed. Interestingly enough, Kansas State tumbled five spots after just losing to Texas by three points. Over well, the weekend, they tumbled five spots out of the top ten, Vols which is the are, biggest drop. Are the Vols still number two in Ken Palm? Yes, they were as of yes last night. Yes. Eight six five two hundred five four zero two. Question I'm throwing around, kicking around with you is: Do you like this Tennessee basketball team? I've heard some interesting responses so far. I've heard yes, and then I've heard, but I don't trust them. I've heard yes, but they make me mad. I I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I like them as much as I appreciate them. Because they make me angry when I watch them. But then I went right back yesterday and rewatched the Auburn game. And I said to myself, self, if it was going that badly for me on that end, would I have been able to go down on that end and do what they did? And the answer is no. People don't get into basketball when you're in your driveway to defend somebody. The essence of that game is putting the basketball in the hole. The lords and those that are over college basketball, and these coaches better understand this, if they want to keep making their big money and they want their game to grow, they better get together and sit in a room, and that includes Rick Barnes, for future generations and say, we need change, we need to start enforcing our rules. Because Tennessee and Auburn, rewatching that game, okay, rewatching, all they did is hold each other all over the floor. There is no way, as a guard or a forward in that game, you can function. No way. Every screen is a grab, every grab is a grab. At some points, there our def- our guys have two hands. Go back and watch it. At some points, to 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 restrict movement, we have two hands on guys that are trying to move on the floor. Two hands. Now, when games are officiated that way, that is an absolute advantage, Tennessee. That is advantage, Vols. 
If we get that officiating, we can cut the nets down. Because none of our guys are in foul trouble. And they're going to vice grip teams like they did the other day. So my, my answer is, do you like this team? Yes and no. I really appreciate how hard they play. I find them almost more often than not unwatchable. Not all the time, but a decent amount of the time. Is that fair, Bino, to say that, or is that unfair? And I think that's a indicative of the sport they're playing, because Barnes has figured out how to exploit this sport. That's all they're doing, which is what coaching is. He's not paid to write pretty, to, to put pretty games on the floor. He's paid to win games. He's doing his job. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think there's any unfair way to to view this team, Tony. I, I guess everybody just has to view it through their own lens. Uh, I probably don't appreciate them at the level I should, a team that's won 19 out of 23 games. Um, appreciation's a, another way to look at it. Yeah. Uh, but... Their offense is is my biggest issue, how limited they are offensively. And I don't see that – I don't see where they're going to get the extra offense that I think they're going to need. Yeah. Unless it comes from second chance points. Yep. It's a real good offensive rebounding basketball team. Maybe it just comes in, in scramble mode. Uh, you know, I was hopeful that Key or Phillips could be the guy that comes along and, and, uh, bolsters what we can, what we generally get out of Triple J and Vescovy and Ziegler. Um, but with every game that goes by, I have less and less faith that either one of those guys is going to emerge. Back to the phones we go. Yeah, poor Vesco's got a shoulder deal. Maybe he's healthy at the end of the year. He could light you up if he's healthy. Back to the phones we go. Do you like this basketball team? I'm just asking you that. For me, it's complicated because I appreciate the heck out of them. Hello and welcome in to our next call. Good afternoon, Tony, Bino, and Brian. I hope you're all doing all right. Thank you. Good to hear from you. Yeah, this is Tennessee Wolf. What's up, Wolfie? Hey there. Hey, I tell you what, um, right now this basketball team, we're 19 and 4, and, um, it's very possible, and it looks, and it could easily happen where we end up splitting our last games. But even if we still do that, we could end up with 23 wins, and to me, after some of these years where I've seen us be on the bubble, 15, 16 wins, going to the tournament, struggling, to get in, and, and then eventually not even getting in at all, being put out in the first round with no hope, I'll take this. So to me, they are likable. I mean, their desire, their offense leaves a lot to be desired. But overall, I mean, I'll take it compared to what we've had in the past. Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a fair response, man. Um, you know, you're, you're dealing with a team right now that's 19 and four. 
that's going to have 21 wins at the end of the week. Um, they're just tough to watch sometimes. That's all. But I would rather, hey, and, I'd rather win than lose. And the thing about it is, yeah, I can't trust them. But you know what? At the at the end of it all, we know what we're going to get. We know we're going to get good defense, and we should be in every game. But the, the only troubling thing that concerns me is losing these teams that we should beat. Because, I mean, like, for instance, we're, we, we, we take care of our business with Kansas, Texas, all these really good teams. But it seems like when we get a team that we – because that Kentucky team, we should have blown them out of the building. In Florida, we should have beat them. That's the thing that concerns me is we kind of play down to people that we, that we should be beating, and that is concerning. And that's what may come back and get us when we get into the tournament this year. It's, uh, Bino, it is interesting, isn't it? They're, they're low gear. When they fall into that low gear, they almost go to sleep on the court. It's a weird thing for a team that has a 19-4 and record to say that about them. Yeah, that's, that's, where, uh, that's the area where the trust issue comes in. Um, and, and it's, uh, like you said, Tony, in a 30-game schedule, you're going to fill up about five stinkers. But this team's stinkers seem to be at a different level. Uh, than some of the uh, the past teams that we've had, and I I agree with Wolf. I mean, my you you know my goal year in year out, let's have a tournament team, and sooner or later we're going to make a run. And this is going to be the fifth straight time that they've held the tournament that Tennessee's going to have an entry in it, which is wonderful. That's that's a good stretch. Well, the thing about this team, you don't know what you're going to get when we get in the tournament. This team has potential to get to the grade eight, maybe even the final four. They're, they're that, to me, they, they played that kind of defense. But when you come up with stinkers like what we saw, especially this week, it, it makes you wonder, are we even going to get out of the first weekend? Yeah, I think that's a fair point about this team. Uh, this team, the, the, the variance in terms of what they're capable of is otherworldly. You know what, though? You can we'll say, have there, though, Wolf, in the yeah. tournament is yeah. uh, it, it, every game's a game of desperation. It's not like you can mail one in there. So even if they're playing a, uh, an undermanned opponent, uh, you wouldn't think that they would kind of take them for granted as maybe they did at Colorado and possibly they did at Florida. Hey, Wolf, though, here's the deal. You take the top three seed. Top three, anybody that's on the one through three line in that game this year, and you could say they're capable of going out in the first weekend, and you could say they're capable of going to the final four. That's the that's a great point, Tony. That's that a, is now that's, that's a very good Tennessee. point because right now it's all even. It's all even, and, and that's what our fans see. Our fans are, and I've had some overreaction emails telling me because I wrote today that this team could still land a one seed and people. Because they're so used to seeing the great Gonzaga teams up there, the great North Carolina Duke teams, the great Villanova teams. Those teams don't exist anymore. Basketball is a sport now where everybody gets six to eight transfers a year. Everybody. And it's a hodgepodge of teams. And who's the best of the hodgepodge? And then these teams clutch and grab and hold. And the offensive numbers dictate that. And on any given night, the the number is, according to stats by Will, if Tennessee makes uh, 29% of their 
What was the number, Brian, we were talking about the other day? What was that number on the three-point shots? 36. Was it 36? Third, 38. What was the number, Brian? Do you remember? It was a 36. i got to find it. It's on my blog today. But if Tennessee makes shots, they're going to beat anybody in front of them. And if they don't, they're going to go home. Now, when that's going to happen, I have no idea. Maybe they can win six in a row, win the whole thing. People laugh at me saying that. Well, if that is certainly on the table, this team could run through the tournament. It is certainly possible. It is, Tony. It really is. And, uh, you know, on the way out the door, Tony, I really do hope you that um, Philadelphia brings it home for you because I'm for him because I'm tired of the Mahomes-Kansas City show, and, I'm, and I hope that, um, that you'll be celebrating next week. And thank you guys very much. Y'all have a wonderful afternoon, okay? Well, if you are certainly right now the leader in the clubhouse for the Bradley's chocolate, chocolate-covered strawberries that we're giving away this hour, courtesy of my um, friend Brad and, and Joy, my friends over at Bradley's Chocolate, 28th Valentine's Day, they've been on with us. Wow. Chocolate-covered strawberries and milk and white chocolate available on the 13th and 14th. Tons of other chocolate goodies as well. Rocky Top Chocolate Corn Pop is next level. Melts in your mouth. It's unbelievable. 6940400141 North Peters Road. Other jewelry, cards, gifts there. So much more. Back to the phones we go. Wolf. Wolf is right, Bean Star. Wolf. When you think about it, this team could cut them down, and this team could go out in the first round, and e- either or, or the first weekend, and either of them. How are many highly possible? How many teams can you say that about, though? This well, year? pull the top. That they could go out in the first round or go win the whole thing. Pull the top twenty out, Brian, and read it down. And I'll, I'll bet you there are. I'll bet you this year. A seven or an eight seed, like a North Carolina. North Carolina was what an eight or a nine last year. What were they when they went to the Final Four? Yeah, they they were they were in the eight nine game. So went to the final game. Yeah, I would say yeah, you've that, got. I would say that that's going to happen again this year. Sight unseen. I don't. Yeah, I don't think the top four here could go out in the first round. Purdue, Houston, Alabama, Arizona probably couldn't go out in the first round. But first weekend, they can, possibly we could say first weekend or win the whole thing. First weekend, uh, possibly. Could be, because didn't uh, UNC last year beat that Baylor team on their yes. way to the deal? They launched themselves by beating Baylor. Yes. Yeah. And, well, St. Peter's, they, they ended up in the Elite Eight somehow. I think that helped North Carolina get to the Final Four. I think that was a part of why. That might have uh, been the most Tennessee basketball thing ever. Here we are celebrating Kentucky losing to St. Peter's. And it wasn't 24 hours later that we were in absolute agony. Yeah. We couldn't enjoy it for the full weekend. And then the weekend, week. We couldn't enjoy it for a day. That's Tennessee basketball. This is Tennessee basketball. We had to do a show on that one day. This is Tennessee. And then just go back and relive some torture. Like that one day I was so proud that I had a, VHS copy of the uh, Ernie and Bernie game against Syracuse, and I thought we'd put that in and relive some memories for Bino because he get to see those guys. And he said, "What are you doing on the bus trip? Remember that, Bino? I believe I threatened to throw you off the bus. <laughs> I, 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 uh, 
I didn't exactly read the room well that day, as they like to say in the trade. Talk about reading the room. Bino was running the room that day. As Craig likes to say, Bino was running. Bino was the room runner on that particular <laughs> day. Let's go back to the phones and get our next call in. Thank you, Woof. You're on the board. Hello and welcome into our next call. T to the B. What it is. <laughs> Congratulations on your uh, third uh, Super Bowl in your lifetime. I mean, yeah. 81, I remember that. 81 fourth, Super Bowl fourth, against the uh, Super Bowl. LA Raiders. Fourth Super Bowl in my lifetime. Oh, that's right. I keep, damn, yeah, yeah. Damn, McDon- uh, Donovan McNabb, my yep. bad, yeah. When uh, Terrell yeah. Owens went back to the press after the game. And yeah, said, I, pulled, I pulled for your Eagles all three of those Super Bowls. What man. about in this I mean, one, Tate? What about in this one? Will you be with the Eagles or against them in this one? I'm for them, man. What are you talking about? No, I mean, it can't I'm, for, I'm for the Eagles, man. Kansas City, Kansas City I'm Chiefs. For I'm for it. I'm for it. They got Cole Unis. Uh, T, my favorite thing about that 2004 game, that's when Terrell Owens went to the press and said, he goes, McNabb. He goes, you know, we were trying to win the game, and he's over there throwing up because he's all nervous. But, you know, how, how great do I love Terrell Owens when he went to the press and told the press that McNabb was throwing up on the field? Terrell. He goes, we're trying to, he goes, we're trying to win a game. McNabb's over there throwing up. Yeah, that, that, I mean, like, speaking of that uh, yeah. Tennessee-Syracuse game, I don't believe I've seen a replay of it, but neither have I would like to see a replay of that. Eagles versus the Patriots. Right? They got they got jobs somehow. I don't know. I know they they may have. Uh, yep. I just can't. I can't John conjure it up how that game unfolded. I I just know it was a great Super Bowl, but I can't really envision game. it much. Yeah, it was a close game, and I do this thing too, Tr, where I've got like selective memory. Now people recall like recent Vol. Uh, heartbreak things like Matt. Matt Dixon's real good at remembering everything, and so is Brian. And I go, I don't remember that. But we did post game shows for some of them, and I just blot it out, man. After a while, I just I've learned how to blot it out. Yeah, man. Why? why hey, excuse me. Uh, why are y'all not three out, outside like over there in uh, in a no no? I mean, on a day like today, outside doing. Uh, interfacing i mean what is i mean what is the freaking deal brian doesn't want to come in and do um doesn't want to come in and produce a program anymore so y'all you, you don't have the capability to uh you know doing the outdoors right outside the wizard of orange studio right outside in the, done, in the uh, in the in the uh, great outdoors i agree with uh, that bye bye head tom petty Bow thy head. But what it, yeah, the Super Bowl, when they had great halftime, what is this? I don't, I don't, I don't understand this. I mean, we went from, uh, ZZ Top, yes. uh, Tom, uh, Petty and the Heartbreakers, I yes. mean, Prince, I mean. Yes, yes. We, and it's on and on, Bruce Springsteen and the East yes. Street Band, I mean, what? 
Bruno Mars. How many years in a row have we been thrown this new? Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't get this genre, man. I don't get this well, genre of music. Who was it a couple years ago? Shakira and somebody. Bino really liked that. Who was it? Shakira and Brian. Do you remember? But this. J-Lo. This. Yeah, that's right. It was J Lo because Alex Rodriguez was. <laughs> The most vapid, empty human being maybe to ever walk the face of the earth. And that's a lot of people. You stop and think it's billions. Uh, Alex Rodriguez Bino's in the top five. Does anybody have a more empty, stupid look on their face than Alex Rodriguez when they show him? Uh, no, there's no one capable of it like him. <laughs> Bino loves him some Alex, who I think is a great broadcaster, Bino. Would you agree? Brian, who's the Super Bowl entertainment this year? Is it uh, it's Rihanna, isn't it? I uh, honestly don't even know. Uh, yeah, she might be. She might. I I, I reserve comment. She yeah, we'll could throw it. down. She might have a good band with her. I she don't know. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and uh, get into the halftime. But I'm not, uh, but uh, I want to say. Uh, I didn't, I didn't, I just got wind of, uh, the Brady passing away. I mean, like yesterday or day, Saturday one. I mean, I just want to, you know, I don't, I don't know if I ever met the man. I don't think we did, but I, I, I never met the man. But I'll tell you it, this. I'll tell you this. Talk to the caller, Roger Friday, who's bawling his eyes out to me. He won't, he won't mind me telling this on the air told me that the Brady in the last few months took him out, took him a lunch, took care of him, uh, highly complimentary of him, would talk to him on the phone a bunch. And, uh, you know, you make time for Raj, the Brady. That's a wonderful compliment to uh, his memory. May he rest in peace. We are going to miss him. Richard from Murfreesboro called in Saturday, TR, and he said on our post game, he said, you know, I'm going to miss that man calling me Dick in Murfreesboro. <laughs> I mean, he, Brady, you were either on his, he either liked you or he didn't, and he made no bones about it, and Richard was laughing about it. Richard was like, you know what, the guy didn't like me at all. He goes, but I got to give him credit. He used to make me giggle. He used to make me pop when he was ripping me. Yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm kind of dumbfounded that, you know, I didn't, I don't believe I met him. And it's, I thought for sure you had, he would have dropped in on you at Never some met point, the man. man. Never met the man. Bino, did you ever meet Dee Brady? Did you ever meet him, Bino? I, I never had the pleasure of meeting Dee Brady. Talked to him, of course, a number of times on the air and a lot of times, uh, in private conversation, but never saw him in person. Yep. Never met him, T.R. Well, uh, I just want to say, man, I'm going to, I appreciate the time with y'all today. I wish y'all would be, uh, could get together and be doing the show, but I don't know. It's Brian's I don't know. Fault. It's just me, man. It's Brian's but, fault. It's Brian's fault. <laughs> but, uh, hey, look, it's, I, it's, I did the math. It's 55 days to the Final Four weekend. 55 days. That's wow. what, that's my goal. That's been my goal, like Beano's, for 50 some odd years when the Wizard of Orange had his 
you know, right there. But only one team got a bid back in the day. But that's been my goal for since the sixties. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But uh, do you like this team, Tr? You like them? Yeah, it's like I say, Tony. We got fifty-five more days to even like them and love them more than we do now. I mean, we want to kick the door down, Bob Phillips, kick the door down, go big orange. Tr ain't lost his fastball. Tony, we can go. We can go right back to what you said before. <clears throat> the two teams that have won three games in the NCAA tournament in Tennessee basketball history. We weren't in love with either one of those teams when the tournament started. Or at any point during that season at all, either. Oh. I'm sure you probably made statements like, I can't wait till they're done, till their season's over, because I can't stand watching them play. I'm sure somebody made that statement somewhere. There's a bunch of people in our fan base that feel that way about this team. <laughs> what happened what? to those two yeah. teams yep. is on the first one, J.P. Prince became more than we thought that he was going to be. And on the second one, Josh Richardson became that. So who on this team is going to become that guy? Julian Phillips, Q. Julian Phillips. I, I I think he's the most likely, Brian. I just want to see it. That poor Olivier. The other day they ran six consecutive plays to begin the game with him against Auburn's big man. Six consecutive plays, and he yielded zero points and three air balls. That poor fella. Well, yeah, I've been, I've been disappointed with him disappearing. Saturday, I wished he would have. <laughs> As we continue, and he's another one, because if he would have been off the coast of Carolina shooting at that hot air balloon, that thing right now would be somewhere over Iceland. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. 
American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. A while back, I told you a story about Packer, our mascot, that Don found in the garbage truck after someone had thrown her out. Well, since then, I've been asked several times about Packer. Is she a dog or is she a cat? I guess I never thought to say, but she's a pit bull mix. And you can see a picture of her sitting in the driver's seat of Don's service truck on our website, garbagemaninc.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. This is Laurie Cole, Executive Director with Pay Grace Forward. We are a community solution to predatory lending. We help people in Murray County who are trapped in payday and title loan debt. We do this through financial mentoring, followed by low-interest grace loans. To see if Pay Grace Forward can help you, or to volunteer with our organization, please visit our website at paygraceforward.org or call 931-548-6797. Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Tesco bars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 bites, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. I got our favorite grocer on the line, Miles Johnson from Foodland. Miles, how are you today? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you? Doing fantastic. I know you got some hot deals out there, too. Oh, yeah. This week we have ground beef for $2.79 a pound, sirloin tip roast, $3.99 a pound, five-pound bag rusted potatoes, $2.99, and we have Sun Drop RC 7-Up and AEW 6-Pack for 3 for 12 Wow, some great deals. And as always, uh, you're open seven days a week, 7 a.m. till 9 p.m., located right by the post office. 
office. Uh, you guys always have some great deals. If you need something, go in and ask somebody. They will help you. So, Miles, as always, you have a great weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you next week, okay? All righty. Thank you. Thank you, Miles. All right. That's Miles Johnson from Foodland, located right here on 427 West 7th Street, just down the road from the radio station. Uh, check them out. Like I said, they're open seven days a week, 7 a.m. till 9 p.m., and uh, they have a flyer located right inside the door. So if you're not sure what they got, so go check them out. This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. That that feedback you're hearing is the me having that thing turned up really loud on the monitors in here. As we welcome you back, 865-200-5402. Usually I'm going music-free on here, but I got that song in my head and a uh, little Nights on Broadway for you there. But, you know, when he's hitting that hi hat and that and that uh, and that piano kicks in off that little um, organ, that is next level. That tune right there. Hey, geez, we're good, Tony. That is some great production. The original and the reinvented. Well, what's funny about them is they got kind of lost and dismerged in the disco era, but the music was so. Uh, the music's so undeniable that it is what it is. I mean, it's just, it's great. And people that play know that that's great music. That those guys were great songwriters, talented people, incredible singers. I mean, that whole thing is, whew, back to the phones we go. Hello and welcome into our next call. How are my friends compatriots doing today? What's up, Dub? <laughs> TR got me more fired up than I already was. Yep, focused and prepared. Good to hear from Tay. It's been a long time. It really has. And uh, I'm fired up and love this team because they're my team. They're my Tennessee volunteers. That's all you need to know. Lazy answer. Uh, I trust their grit. That's what I trust. That they're, you know, they, they got grit and, uh, you talk about the way that game was called. Cause I kept saying, if these referees decide to call it tight in the last eight minutes, I don't know what's going to happen. Which I'll give them credit. They let them play football to begin and they let them play football to end and they never changed their whistle, Bino. That was a football game out there Saturday. Yeah. And you're, you're right, Tony. College basketball is going to have to get a grip on that the problem is when they try to get a grip on it it becomes a complete free throw fest yeah that's what's going to happen if you get all the coaches together and you, you tell them this we're going to go by the rule book you'll have to have one real painful season because you're going to have five or six guys foul out of every game or now, just, if we're all willing to go yeah. through it'll take one real painful season the entire country. The NBA did it. The NBA you said, know. if we don't figure this thing out and let our guys move, Commissioner Stern, our sport ain't going to be here. Late seventies, they had games played, and, you, you know, know and, and that's what they did. They had to, they had to just deal with it. Well, that, like I said, it'll be a painful season because we'll have a lot of people in every game, every team have a bunch of people file out. And like Bino said, uh, 
I don't know, you know, what do you do? Do away with the one and one, just make everything two shots. I don't know. You know, uh, I do not want to uh, do the quarter system. I don't want to do that. I aim into that. I like that quarter I, system, guys. I hate that one. I do not. System. I hate it. <laughs> but, uh, I think our three bigs, I don't know how and why or when, but they're going to have to come up with 20 points and 15 rebounds combined somehow. Guy, if those guys were shooting at that balloon Saturday W. Lynn, you might have circled the earth seven times. Yeah, around the world in 80 days, my foot would be around the world in four years or something. Yes. (laughs) You know, I'm somewhat disappointed. with uh, Adu's progress, I thought at the end of last yeah. year that he was going to be a guy that was going to be an answer as far as points uh, go in the post if his knees uh, would cooperate. Uh-huh. But now everything's so rushed with him. Every shot he takes looks like he's just throwing it up there. He looks like Meshack on offense right now. And I'm not knocking Meshack. Meshack actually had a nice little J on the, uh, on the wing the other day that he hit, but well, May Mayshack and Walker might have hit two of the biggest shots of the game, really. Yeah. Besides Piscovy's three there at the end. And, and I said in the blog today, and I stand by this: in a game like that, Walker should have played twenty-five to twenty-eight minutes. They should have well, let him I, play. That's going to be my next statement. I think Walker needs to be in there more. But he and, won't uh, do it because he won't play on defense. Well, so I know, and I think Walker, Phillips, and King—they need to combine for twenty or more points. Those three, you know. But to me, it looked like we were thinking too much sometimes. If you're playing basketball, you can't get the ball. Okay, I'm going to think for a split second, then I'm going to shoot. That you're done. You're doing that. But it looks like we're thinking too much. I was thinking. You know what I was thinking? Why am I sitting here watching this nonsense on a beautiful Saturday when we haven't had a decent day in like three weeks? That's what I was thinking. And I was thinking. What about all those people that have paid good money to get into this game? How much longer are they going to pay good money to watch that? Well, I, you I know, thinking. I don't, We had a team in 1998 in football that went 13-0, and and we won six games by eight or less points That's and right. four trailed in the fourth quarter. Is that right? Yes. That team was that far on the edge? Yeah, we were on the edge. We went to overtime with Florida. They had five turnovers. We had zero, and it still went to overtime. So, you know, I was telling somebody at church yesterday, if Tennessee and LSU play and each team have seven turnovers and each team walks ten and we win the game five to four, I'm taking the win in baseball. You call them turnovers? You just scared me. Say that again now. Did I say turnovers? Yeah, you just, you freaked me out. In baseball, I mean, if each team had six or seven errors and both pitching staff walked in a piece and we win five to four, then you take the win. W. Lynn, I'm thinking about doing a watch party for the first Tennessee baseball game. You think I could get people there? I think I'm with T.R. You could get you could get people at a watch party anywhere, Tony. I really do miss For the Arizona up. game. For the Arizona game. Bino, or, or the tournament in Arizona. Yes or no, Bino, or is that a stupid idea? 
Oh, I, I, I think you would do fine, Tony. What day is the game, Tony? Do we know? Two weeks from Friday. Yeah, I think you'd do pretty well. Do we know the time? Brian Brian Hartman, do we have the first pitch yet? I think the uh, first game is at 6, maybe. And it's on what network, Brian? I like how we just dump it on Brian like he's supposed to. Last year it was on MLB, that thing we were on. Yeah, it's a uh, 8 o'clock start on Friday the 17th. On television somewhere? It's MLB Network, it said. Boom! W. Lynn. So you've got 8 Friday, 8 Saturday, and 2 the next day. How about that, W. Lynn? Just like last year, right there on MLB Network. What day of the week is that again? Friday, Saturday, Sunday, W. Lynn. Two two weeks from Friday, W. Lynn. Friday would not conflict with a basketball game, so that nope. part's good. How about the LSU game, though? You mentioned LSU. That LSU series is going to run concurrently with the Sweet 16. You're beautiful and you're mine. Well, we're going to have to have a lot of TVs is what I would say. Or like a buddy of mine said, I heard you talking about that on the air the other day. They said, you ain't going to worry about the basketball team being there. And I said, what do you mean? And he said, you ain't going to have to worry about the basketball team being there that night. I said, oh, that's really great. I hope you feel good about well, it. Well, we got to worry about it because, like on. I said, they're, they're our team, and they, we know they can do it. They can do it. It's just, uh, you know, how, how hard is it to hit a basket, you know? <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently harder than it is to hit a weather balloon. Thank you, W. Lynn. I appreciate you. Go Vols. Eight six five two hundred five four zero two. Two and a half weeks away from Tony Valls. Brian, you excited about Tony Valls? Yes, yeah, yeah, certainly. Bino, you excited? I will be, Tony. In other words, no. Back to the phones we go. Bino speaking in code here. Hello and welcome into our next call. Hi, you're on the air try this one more time hello and welcome into our next call tony b yo it's gold brick what's going on hey gold bricker welcome in buddy gold brick you like his basketball team i think locked is the perfect word <laughs> i don't think i'll love the basketball team but i do like them so i think that's a good personality i <laughs> <laughs> I think that's got. I think that's a good, honest answer, uh, Bino. That's a man right there. I mean, W. Lind giving me the old. Um, uh, well, yeah, I like them. They're the balls. I'm like, well, that's lazy. I love you, W. <laughs> Lind, but W. Lind didn't even pop for that. He even acknowledged me calling his answer lazy. But explain to me why you like this team, uh, Goldbrick. What, what do you mean by that? <coughs> well, they give you games to to love them, and then they turn around and just <laughs> give you give you reasons to hate them. So, I mean, you know, I think at the end of that, if you kind of put put that in a mixing pot and you get that all of them, I think you end up with a like, not a love or anything like that. It's just do too many things inconsistently where you can really just latch onto them completely and be like, oh yeah, this is the team. You know, you just got me thinking yeah. about something. That, last year when that baseball team was playing, guys, I would really look forward to their games. 
And when I say that, I mean I would say between now and now, I've got to get this, this, and this done because I want to clear out my schedule because I want to watch these guys play. And I do not feel that way about this basketball team. Does that make sense, Bino, what I'm saying to you? Yeah, yeah, it does, Tony. But I, I think I think we have to think back that that's probably the best Tennessee ba- baseball team in history. Yes, that's right. <coughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And these guys are kind of a chore to watch. And those guys were sort of a joy to watch. And so last year's baseball team, I love the, this past football team, I love those guys. Good car smell on both of them. Well, good point. I appreciate this basketball team, though. I really do. Rewatching that yeah. Auburn game, Goldbrick, and I did rewatch it. And Goldbrick knows. Me and Goldbrick have texted each other during USFL and XFL games. I mean, this guy right here is a, this guy here is a sports degenerate. That's not surprising. Goldbrick, did you watch any Tell the Truth of the flag football game yesterday? Yeah, I did, yeah. Say, total degenerate. Did you watch any well, of the weekend. did you watch any of the Battle of the Manning Stars uh, involving the NFL players? Goldbrick. Well, I thought it was really funny about how mad that Peyton Manning was getting at the end of that first flag football game when he was trying to tell them the rules. Peyton Manning looks like he'd be a hell. Of, he looks like he'd be a hell of a coach to me. I was watching him over there coaching that team. Being, he'd be a hell of a coach to me. If you ever hey, he Kardashian just, he can't hide it. Even on those, even on those Manning no. casts on Monday night, when somebody does something stupid, he just about snaps. Oh, he, I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling that you, one yesterday. time he called like timeout seventy something times. That <laughs> was the he, very first game of the year. He was the Broncos game. Yeah, and when those guys yesterday executed a couple plays, he called. He was fired up. You could see it. <laughs> it's pretty cool. That's how uh, pretty fun to watch. That's yesterday. how we were whenever we would throw a uh, like pick six against Florida or something. Brian. It's pretty fun to watch <laughs> yesterday, Goldberg. What a shot. It's not that I haven't heard anybody, and I'm just kind of on about this. Uh, just kind of get your all thoughts, and I don't really blame it or give it an excuse on anything. But you think anything has to do with them getting back into school and trying to get back into the rhythm of that and basketball since they had such a long time where they were just playing basketball and didn't have school, and now they're kind of adjusting back to that? Do you think that has anything? I mean, is that any sort of thing that you can look at as maybe a demarcation or anything? What do you think, Bino? Could that be why we've seen them all funky the last week and a half since we're getting back into well, school? I, you know, I think it could certainly have something to do with when you have more on your plate, then, you know, it's it's uh, it has a way of tiring you as well. So, Pretty interesting. It's an interesting uh, premise. Because I do you think, think about all those other yeah. teams that's been already back in school for over a month or better yep. now, and they're kind yep. of pretty used to it, and we're just getting back to it here in the last week or two, and it kind of lines up with a little bit of the shortcomings a little bit, and just the oh. fact that they kind of look like they do have shorter legs, so to speak, or however way you want to call it. We looked roached it's just something. the other day. Yeah. Go, go, Brick, do you like your chocolate? 
This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. So you had an accident. Now what? Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams Body Shop. You can count on us to repair all makes and models. Our certified techs will take care of everything from frame damage inspection to bump out or replacement with OEM parts. We've got the expertise to make your vehicle better than new and get you back on the road in no time. Plus, our collision work is guaranteed for the life of your car. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams Body Shop to the rescue. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. Hello, this is Rick Tillis with Tillis Jewelry in Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. What are you looking for in a jeweler? Knowledgeable staff? Experienced goldsmiths? Or true custom designers? Experienced working with clients creating that perfect gift for a special loved one? Well, you have found them. Tillis Jewelry. Wear this and so much more. Check us out at TillisJewelry.com or on Facebook and Instagram to see our latest creations. Tillis Jewelry, Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. This is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager of Columbia Ace Hardware. Did you know that Ace now offers free assembly and delivery on grills over $399? It's never been easier for you and your family to have a great grill like a Weber gas grill, a Traeger pellet grill, or a Big Green Egg charcoal grill. Come see us at Columbia Ace Hardware, located at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard, Columbia, Tennessee. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Join us Saturday, March the 18th for Columbia's Breakfast Rotary's fourth annual Shoot for Our Stars Sporting Clays Tournament. 
This tournament is a community benefit fundraiser for our fantastic local youth and veterans organizations. If you'd like to participate in this great event, contact me, Rhonda King, at 931-398-5511 or contact us online at www.facebook.com slash shootforourstars. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. 